This is April 24th, the 12th year of Sander. Welcome to Dominerd's episode number, number nine. nine. My name is MJ from the Kandamabu. We have my trusty right man in command, Rod fucking Dama from the Terror What up, Squad. nerds? How you guys doing today, tonight, whenever the fuck you're listening to this shit? We also got another uh, special guest going on today. A very, a very special, special guest, guest, the one, the only, Jake Weens. Yeah, what yeah, up, Jake? Yeah. Jake, the Ken <laughs> Garden, up, fucking Weens. <laughs> <laughs> Super stoked. Awesome to have you Thank on you. the show, Jake. There was, uh, if you've been listening to the other other episodes, we did. Uh, we asked about other, you know, people who want to hear certain kind of guests, certain people on the show, and you were definitely one of them. Jake. Awesome. A lot of people were like, hey, get the yeah, Maybe the number one requested, actually. Oh, I'm flattered. I'm blushing yeah. now. Yeah. I'm blushing right? under How my does beard. That make you my feel? beard is <laughs> People. <laughs> don't make them. Don't blush too much. You're going to go bald. You're going to beard, beard bald. bald. Bald beard. Beard bald. Don't go beard bald. <laughs> beard bald. Never. <clears throat> it's so weird. I mean, I have a little patch like right under my chin. It's so, so mm. awkward. Actually, it's just like, it's just like. An open Between spot. the three of us, we have quite interesting uh, facial hair structures going on right now. MJ, you've always <laughs> yeah. had the stash. Yeah, I've I've like always yeah. had the beard. Rod, you've had a few different facial. And hair mine kind of comes and goes. Kind of when I get sick of it, I cut it, and then the rest of the time, I just let it do its thing. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird. I mean, I used to, I used to like just let it grow, almost like Rod, like mustache and beard. But like it was a little patchy mm. on my chin. For the beard and i don't know it wasn't didn't look too great so yeah mine's a little patchy too i remember i was like okay yeah i was like let me try one or the other so first i just got rid of the uh the mustache mm. and just kept the, the like the that i would love to yeah. see actually Ooh, exactly. the, the re- like negative mj i would love to see that wow <laughs> right that would be incredible odd world M- <laughs> yeah bizarro mj yeah. short haired <laughs> just a beard <laughs> So, like, what's funny is I've never, I've, like, kind of trimmed my beard every once in a while. Uh, but there were a few times when I'd look back at, like, maybe, like, catch and flow photos or World Cup. And I'm like, damn, I look homeless. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> my beard would just be so insane. And so this year, before Sakura Classic in Chicago and San Francisco, um, I went to a Chicago yeah. barber. And nice. I got the, I got okay, the whole, like, okay. straight razor, like, full-on lineup. Ooh talk about aliens and crazy shit nice. beard cut man like yeah it was yeah. it was pretty incredible and i can say like now i'm, I'm just kind of my thing i'm kind of addicted to going to the barber and being like all right it's been two weeks let's go get this shit trimmed up so yeah so this I year it. at the world cup I mean, i'm not gonna look like a hobo so <laughs> but like I think everyone is searching right now. Let's check out those yeah. old I, I wouldn't say like straight hobo about. though. You know, like they're like the hobo with some swag, you know? Yeah, but just like the beard <laughs> itself was so untamed. It was just yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, dude, with those schedules, KWC, oh, yeah. it's like it, there, there's not much time to tame. Maybe whenever we no. get to um, Osaka this year, maybe I can like seek out a Japanese barber. Oh, I know I have a homie here in Matsumoto I, that does it, but Matsumoto's a far cry from Osaka. <laughs> that'd be, that would be incredible. Yeah, yeah. And and overall, like facial hair in Japan is not really a popular thing. Like I've seen advertisements that are for like 
full like 100% hair removal of all the body parts of a dude <laughs> like advertisement straight for dudes so like get rid of facial hair guys like because that's just, the worst we want baby I face have this vision of like walking around with mj and you're like oh mj what's that sign say and mj's just like oh it says um complete total hair removal of all the body parts of a dude that's what it says <laughs> <laughs> direct d- direct translation yeah. I'm I'm here to help. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. Well, Jake, you mentioned the Sakura yeah. Classic. I mean, f- me and MJ, of course, were stuck here in Japan, so we didn't get to see it. So how was it? It looked like a good time. It was It was incredible. I mean, Sakura Classics, it's growing yeah, right? every single year. So um, last year, well, it started off just in San Francisco. And then last year. <clears throat> and when was that? Almost like a f- two, Five years, years ago. Three years ago? So oh, shit. And last year, Chad Covington does a Sakura Festival in Nashville, and he was like, "Hey, can we do Sakura Classic here?" So yep. that started that started Sakura Classic Nashville, and then this year I moved to Chicago, so I was like, "Let's do it here." And so now my goal is to have Sakura Classic kind of go all over the world and these different cherry blossom festivals because it's a it's a formula that I build yeah. that's packaged with the bears and the graphics and the tricks and kind oh, of yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. whole idea with, with with the contest. And now it's just take it gives give it to somebody in a different part of the world or country and they run a contest and Sakura Classic kind of goes all over the place and you have Sakura champions all over the world. But Hell uh, yeah. Dude, that's so fucking awesome. Can everyone stop and think about that for a second? Like, like this is why we need, this is why Jake is like a huge part of Kendama yeah. right now. Because do you think about that shit? So many people are wanting to around the globe, especially in the States, I'm sure, wanting to spread Kendama and hold events. But there's so many things I've seen online where like, how do I do it? What should I do? Like if there's no one who, who can like support or sponsor or something like yeah. Jake just fucking. You just, just hit up Jake Wins. <laughs> <laughs> you hit up Jake Wins. Yeah. As long as there's a connection with the, the Cherry Blossoms, which is again connected to a Japanese fucking cultural tradition celebrating these Cherry Blossoms, these things that blossom once a fucking year for just about a week that represent the fucking life of a human being precious beautiful and in and out like so Gone. fast and so the festivals like all the contests would happen kind of right in that area and i would like to, I, I love that the sakura classic in nashville and san francisco happens at the exact same time i mean the one in nashville is one day yeah. san francisco's two days and the one in chicago was like a week earlier but it's just about having them condensed. So it's like literally it's like during one day all around the world, like everyone's doing the same tricks, the same contest, the same vibe, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, dude, this year, Sakura Classic in Chicago, we'll start there. It was fantastic. It was the first event that I've done in Chicago and had oh. it like, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> hey Coda, you just stepped out of the kombini. Hey buddy, he, he can't hear you guys because you're coming through the headphones. But wow, uh, yeah. So we wave. He says, "What?" Uh, <laughs> Coda's like a walking Sakura bear. Like he is a, a Sakura walking bear. Sakura bear. Yeah, no, no, just look like, like it, you know. Little, little, He's got the bill stance, you know. Yeah. You it's fucking. It's almost 11 o'clock now. He just got home from grinding on the fucking KWC trick videos all day. What a when, boss. when did you get to the office this morning? Like 9? Uh, no, I was in... Tokyo. I guess you were in Tokyo, so yeah, when... So like 1 o'clock? Ah, oh, it's like 1 o'clock, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, let's go yeah. ahead and just like cue up some like some some applause just with a sound effect for Coda yeah. and Logan. Yeah, right. Just like cue, one of those. cue that right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. Okay. So yeah, like talk to you soon. yeah, talk to you later. Later. Sakura Classic in Chicago was like a huge success. It was my first event of doing something in Chicago, and it's always kind of this thing where you're like, okay, it could either be hundreds of people or it could be thirty, you know, or like twenty. Um, either way, it doesn't matter because it's a Kanama event. It's going to be fun. But uh, we had an amazing turnout. We had around like 80 to 90 people come out. Uh, Navigate Navigator oh, Taproom, which is a pour your own beer bar here, is just opening their doors to us like Hell all day. Yeah. That place looks so sick. <clears throat> That's super awesome. And we had a fantastic contest. Uh, I designed some new stuff for this Kura Classic. So I designed these cool shirts and like these like Damas and that they were a huge Dude, the, hit. The cardigan? Oh, the, the, the champion cardigan. Yeah. Oh, so, man. So Chicago went awesome. Carter Justice won it. He beat everybody out, uh, and he got the jacket. And then uh, San Francisco was an incredible event, too. It grows every single year. I keep waiting for it to, like, slow down. But this year we had 65 people, 63 or 65 people in the open division double elimination bracket. It was a huge bracket. Damn. Um, and then we had speed ladders and we had freestyle exhibition match, uh, which is like my freestyle format, which is pretty crazy. And uh, oh, man, we got to get into that. It was oh, it's yeah. different. So then your yeah. average. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll, we'll come so, back around. We'll come back around. Let's just so finish each year. It, it continues to carry the energy. Um, and in San Francisco, like Stodd won freestyle and Ben won the, the yeah. open. So that was a huge win for grain theory and then we sold out of all of our products and so it was like oh and we launched the new stod mod so i try and really build like sakura classic san francisco to be the time where of where grain theory we kind of release new products and throw parties and stuff like that so each year if there's a party at the hatch you better be there because it's going to be a dope video and some other stuff but Oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It was just incredible. It's like the very last match between Ben and Bonds was like inc- it went the longest it could possibly go. It was three to three. Bonds had to beat Man. Ben twice, and Bonds beat him once, and that match came to three a, a three oh, to three tie, and then Bonds won. <laughs> then the next match was like do or die, win or lose match. Went back to went went oh, went back shit. to three to three, and Ben won it. And let's not uh, forget the fact that uh, we had a sound ordinance, like miscommunication somehow. And instead of our sound being cut Uh-oh. off at six or seven, it got cut off at six. And as we're doing these matches for the finals, homies are going around with power drills, disassembling the stage. <laughs> no way. What? So so it wasn't just it was just like, all right, you guys are being too loud. No more. No more emceeing. No more. PA. No, so we got to break the shit they down. Taking the fucking we gotta break stage shit apart. Down. And like, <laughs> there's a point where someone's about to do like a pirouette trick or something that takes extreme focus, and dudes been in the background. We just whips out a drill. He's like, it's the loud ones, like the race car driving. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just turned to him and said, "Hey, man, can you just chill for a second? And they said, they "Oh, said, hey, man, man we got." we got to go to rip this thing down. And I was like, well, can you have a, small, yeah. a quieter screwdriver? I mean, it isn't like a <laughs> yeah. fucking space. You're not disassembling <laughs> a space shuttle here. So Dude's yeah, got a fucking really chainsaw just, just chopping the stage in half. Just like, we're taking her down. <laughs> he, he, he puts down the like behemoth of a freaking screwdriver and just goes, boop, 
and pulls out a little pocket one. Starts going quietly. Nonetheless, still disassembling. <laughs> nonetheless, oh. still disassembling the stage around us as we compete on it, which I thought was pretty <laughs> hype. And I was up there with them. Like a video I game. I was up there with my megaphone and my Bluetooth speaker. And then the whole time, the like park ranger who was like, you can use a Bluetooth speaker and you can use a megaphone. It's like chilling on the side, just making sure we don't get too loud. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> where is where is that area located? Are you in like a residential area? Is it an open so park? It's in Japantown. Uh, and it is, it's right. not too. The, For those of you who the, don't know Japantown. So, I mean, me and Rod like live in Japan. So, <laughs> so yeah, everywhere is Japan. Pretty much town. like that. It's pretty much like that. No, but uh, so J- Japantown <laughs> is um, a Japantown center, which is Peace Plaza in the middle, and it kind of expands out to a mall. And then the the offshooting oh, okay, streets okay. Uh, are other small shops or restaurants, but there is residents above them. And up and like up uh, yep, a little yep. bit to the right is like where a lot of like elderly people live, so they keep the noise down pretty chill. Oh. So, but it was supposed to be seven. Like it's always been said, seven is when the cutoff is, and we usually get done around yeah, six thirty. And this time it's like, oh, it's six for some yeah. reason. So, which is hilarious, but just in c- classic Kendama spirit, we carried through, finished a battle like while they're right. taking the stage <laughs> apart. It was it was actually the most appropriate thing. There's always something with Sakura Classic. Last year, torrential downpour. We said, "Dude, screw the stage. We're we're, oh, we're not even whoa. going to the stage." So the finals were like again. It was uh, Nick Gallagher and Bonds, who's gotten second twice at Sakura Classic now. Just in torrential downpour under a oh. tent. There's people like holding back like rivers of water with like def- like just redirecting it with plastic so it doesn't soak people's feet <laughs> and. <laughs> to me, that's one of the beautiful parts about Sakura Classic is like it's we're just doing it. It's on the street. It's street level and it's a great contest. So it's like and back to what you were saying as yeah. far as how do I get a contest going? Like how do I do, do I need this? Do I need that? that? And people always think the bar is like MKO. Oh, I got to get a huge stage. I've got to have this. I got to have that. Yeah. It's like, no, man, you need yep, yep. you need people with hands and kendamas <laughs> And tricks, right? If you have a roof, even yeah, better. Yeah, it's like you don't need a lot, and it's like if you if if you just start yeah. with this massive idea, it's like it's it's going to be a lot harder to achieve and make it fun. But if you just set the bar where you're like, yo, let's just go off and hang out in a Denny's parking lot and throw yeah. down kendama tricks, it's like, yeah, it's going to be hype. So absolutely. Well, even those big events like MKO and World Cup and stuff, they didn't start out in Mall of America or in like the giant venue where the KWC is. Like they all had their tiny events yeah. like in like Sweets' backyard or in like wherever 100%. before that, right? Like you don't like you said, you don't just start by fucking booking the Mall of America. Like I'm gonna throw my first Kendama event. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I and I I feel like that's what kind of deters people from like throwing a contest is they feel like they have to live up to that standard. And it's like, mm. no nah, man, it's like yeah, the, yeah. The, the kindergarten started with me and the homies in my tiny backyard in San Francisco. And that was like one of the first, if not the first contest or if you want to call it a contest in the U.S. for Kendama. So hell yeah. And again, it was just in the backyard as people that, and it wasn't, this is the most beautiful part. And this is something that I'm actually trying to recreate in 2019 is it wasn't Kendama players. These were just homies and friends that were like, like, Oh, oh, like this is before there were Kendama players. There was me and rice and we played Kendama and everybody else. It was like something they just dicked around with, you know? Yeah, they just, they just knew that you and you and Rice were the exactly. weirdos who walked around <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah. And so and so we were like, oh, let's have a party. And my goal was like, let's just have a party and have Kanama be a part of it. And right. so 
and exactly. again, and have beers, beers food, food, cook it out, hang out, grill out, hell yeah, end up and dance party. So right, Every, all the friends know enough like just big cups. So it's like let's do a little competition. Exactly, and that's something yeah. that uh, I'm, I really want to try and bring back. It's going to be actually a difficult task, but I'm trying to bring that exact concept back this year um, because I just recently bought a house, which I'm really stoked on in Evanston. Uh, I almost, oh, yeah. I almost said yeah. Evanston, California, Evanston, Illinois, and uh, I have a backyard. So let's have a contest. And my goal. Oh, man. Ken Garden 2? This would be King Garden 1. This would be oh, King shit. Garden 4. It's not the sequel. This would be King Garden 4. <laughs> oh, because man. King Garden 1 was here. King Garden 2 was Oakland, which is that, that outdoor area where I had a bunch of stuff. Okay, King Garden okay, 3 yeah. is out here, and that would be King Garden 4. But uh, the goal is to, like, I'm going to go around to local people and just, say, introduce them to Kendama. And if they like it, say, hey, I'm going to have a party. You should come through. And then try and gather up people. Like, I'm not going to invite any Kendama players. Sorry, Kendama players. But it's, like, it's <laughs> just going to be people that haven't really played Kendama. And, like, all right, speed ladders, yeah. big cup. Then you got to get base cut and just re, uh, just reconnect that like raw, just like young energy with Kendama. And it's something that if you, do- and if you document it, because like to me, it's all about documentation. Like that is the one of the, the, the most, if not the most important part of, a, of an event is documentation because that's how you get it out. That's how you make it grow. It's like with yeah. every kindergarten event, Back in the day, I documented it and I filmed it. And if you go back and watch that very first, very first Ken Garden contest video, which actually wasn't yeah. even Ken Garden, it was Kendoppler Radar. Shout out OG crew. Um, <laughs> the- <laughs> it just has this incredible energy to it because all these people are getting airplanes stoked and dancing and eating corn on the cob and all this stuff. It's like, so I'm really going to try and redocument it and see if like that energy, I mean, it existed still today, you know? So, yeah. Dude, I bet it oh, does because yeah. I think it goes back to like with anyone of at least like us, the the people who started early on when the tricks weren't at the level that they are now for a normal Kendama player to see, mm-hmm. you know, someone starting off and going online and seeing Nick Gallagher and Bonds and Stodd. It's like we just went on. We saw a dude with a Japanese dude with a towel on his head. And we're like, what the <laughs> fuck? This is pretty ridiculous. Right now. Shout out Shake Shima. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out those extreme kendama edits. So. Oh, God. That music, though. Yeah. I, I had to watch uh-huh. that, that video on mute for so long. <laughs> Let's get soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who have not seen those edits, go search extreme kendama right now and watch where kendama, kendama came from <laughs> it, that was literally yeah. my kendama yeah. bible it's where i got all my scoops from it's where like so many of like the tricks that like i that kind of formed the way that i play kendama came from shima and shima has been and will forever be like my kendama idol like the dude's just on a different level of cleanliness and like perfection and like just really honestly not giving a shit he just plays kendama and that's it so Hell like, yeah he don't care anymore yeah. things yeah so, yeah and he's a dope dude yeah dude i uh, I've been so able to awesome. hang out with Shima in so many different places. I got to hang out with him in Chicago. We got to play ping pong together. It was great. So like, Yeah. Whoa. That's yeah. awesome. Man, my favorite Shima moment is when he won the EKO in Denmark. That was like oh, the best dude, thing. Yeah. I think it was the – he said maybe it was like the first contest he ever won. But it was like it was like him versus yeah. Akira Tajme in the finals, and it was like the most epic battle. And he won, and he was just <laughs> like, yeah, and we're all carrying him and shit. And fuck, it was awesome. 
and he won that giant burger so kendama fucking painted by Mimoe. <laughs> it's like yeah, the sickest yeah, trophy yes. ever made. It was so sick. But yeah, like I, I, oh, I totally get, get what you're saying. It's like if the amount of accessible like media for kendama now is so crazy. Like you go online and type in kendama, you're gonna see crazy stuff. So again, it, it's yeah. it, it, it almost kind of resonates with the whole event concept where it's like the bar is like up here. It's like you go online, you're typing Kendama contest, you see MKO, you see World Cup, and you're like, how am I ever going to throw an event? Same thing with Kendama. You go online, you type in Kendama, and you see freaking Gallagher or Stott or any of these guys or Bonds, yeah. and you're like, holy shit. Like, and yeah. it, it, can, it can be discouraging. So my goal totally. is just to capture like before they see anything. I'm just going to say this is the Kendama, <laughs> and we're going to hang out, and we're going to play just before they know anything. We're just going to yeah. round them up. We're going to have yeah, a barbecue yeah. and, and kind of see what happens. So. Get them hooked before they get discouraged. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> Just be like, fuck this shit. Yeah. That's totally a thing, though. I even noticed that, like, at Kendama events and stuff. Like, I've been doing a lot of events out here in Japan. And, like, I just did one for three days at Fise's, like, the World Series of, like, skateboarding and BMXing and parkour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was in, it was in Hiroshima, Hiroshima yeah. right? And so we're outside yeah. fucking three days straight just sashing Dama at the tent. And I always find, like, Man. a lot of the time I'm just sitting there sessioning my own tricks or whatever, and people will come by and watch and stuff. But I always find that if I'm, like, doing a lot of crazier stuff, people are a lot less likely to come and try for themselves, you know, unless unless I bug yeah, them about it. But if I'm just sitting there just doing, like, around the world a bunch of times or something like that, then they're like, wow, he's, like, really good at it, but it's, like, not super crazy, like, you know, out of, like, their expectations right, kind right. of thing. So they're they're like, oh, well, I can do some of that. You know, so they'll come over and just pick yeah. it up and start doing like big cup, and and then I have a chance to teach them some yeah. other stuff. And exactly right? because it's like probably most most of the time those people are with others, and especially in Japan, like everyone knows what yeah. kendama is. So it's like okay, I d- I played it when I was younger, and if you're doing something simple, they're like, all right, they I want to show off yeah, to my friends, yeah. check out my <laughs> around the world, bitch. Yeah, right. But if you're if you're just like destroying, yeah, absolutely. Then they're like, I'm not gonna fucking. I know, I, I don't know what that yeah, is. I've never totally. Yeah, that, that's always my ploy with people. Just Even hide. like in public, if you just meet someone that's like, oh, you have one of those things. That's cool, man. Like, can I try it? Or like, what if they just ask about it? I'll be like, yeah, you here, you try it. And like, I will. I try yeah. my best not to play before they do. Because that way they get stoked and they're like trying it and then you teach them a trick or two and then they're stoked on it. And then you'd be like, yeah, well, you must yeah. be pretty good because you like carry it around your neck and shit. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I have it for a reason. So like, do you want to see some tricks? Like, <laughs> And then I'll like do a couple of tricks for them. And then they're like, whoa, what the fuck? You know? And then they're like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah then, <laughs> but by then they're already stoked on it, right? So. Exactly. And the other cool part is they have no idea that they're standing in front of Rodney. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like and it and, and then if so. they go and they like oh yeah i saw this guy today i got a picture with him they show their kendama friend them. fucking rodney hansel dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah rodney's immediately disassembles the kendama and reassembles it like yeah this is pretty much what you do when this is the first trick you try <laughs> yeah this is the first trick yeah <laughs> see this thing it comes right off there and you know what else it does she goes right back on there <laughs> dude you reposted that trick oh my god that's yeah. just one of the greatest tricks of all time in Kendama, without question. Like, Man, it's, I, it's such a it's such a spoon bender of a trick. It's like takes everything you know and throws it yeah. out the window. I have some ideas to like one up that trick, but it's gonna take me another like two three years to fucking be able to do it. Probably. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so speaking of one-upping tricks, this is something that I've been talking to a lot of people about and just kind of like the mentality of Kendama players is like All right. it's something like you're, you're really stoked about a trick. You're like, hey, man, so I got this cool trick and it's really hard and you're really excited about it. And you like kind of show them and the first fucking words that come out of their mouth are like, oh, but it'd be really cool, but you should probably <laughs> fast hand that. <laughs> yeah, it's or like totally, or like, totally. Or like, oh, well, dude, what if instead of going to bird, you went to wing? Because that would be really cool. It's like, dude, shut <laughs> yeah. the fuck up and let me do my trick. Don't try and make my trick harder. Like, I'm yeah, trying right. to do. I'm stoked on this trick. It's like, it's like when the guy goes, oh, guy drives back from like the like local auto shop. He's got his new car. Shows his friend. He's like, yeah. oh, is that yeah. the 2018 model? Oh, so I think 2018 is way better, dude. It's like, no, dude, let, me get, <laughs> let me be stoked on my shit that I just accomplished. But yeah, it, it's, right? it's kind of this, this mentality, which is it's it's funny and kind of like frustrating as it's at, at some points. But also it kind of shows just the the general mentality of Kanawa players is the gears are always turning and like someone will show yeah. you a trick. Yeah, and then yeah. immediately 10 more ideas are spawning off of this other dude oh, totally, who's yeah. like trying a trick. <laughs> just the constant push. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just happened so many times. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> it happens so many times. I've definitely been guilty of doing that to people. And after, right as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, fuck, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm so, I did not mean to just shit on your trick. It's not what my intention was, but... But well, that, I stand that, by it. It would be sick if you did it to Bird. But that, yeah, right. I don't think that. that maybe yeah, like next time, you know, if you want to put in another, yeah. you know, two years of grinding, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, but it'd be cooler if you disassembled the kendama in the middle of it and put it back together. <laughs> just add that. That's the next one. If anyone now sees someone do a sick kendama trick, just be like, oh, that'd be cool. But take off the sarado at one point and try to fucking yeah. put it back yeah, so, so everybody listening, before you open your mouth... And someone just just read the person. If they're stoked on the trick, just let them be stoked on the trick. Don't tell them to a way to make it harder that's going to put 10 more hours onto their grind. Just let them be stoked. (laughs) Unless the trick is soft and you know they can do better. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a line there for sure. Then say, Brad. You can push them a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about that yesterday at the KG Tuesday here in Chicago. Hell yeah. Man, that's hype. I that's something out in Japan here that I'm really missing is the Tuesday jams, man. We I don't got Tuesday jams. Go to a lot of events and shit, but it's not not jam nights. It's not the jam, you know. Does does Japan have a Tuesday? Do you guys have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Or I does mean, it go Monday, Wednesday? And it goes Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But, so so there is a Tuesday. <laughs> we have the same amount of weeks I, or days. I see what you're week. saying. <laughs> yeah, so, so there like, is a Tuesday. So, so why yeah. isn't there a Tuesday jam? If you guys have a so Tuesday, I, mean, I, I don't see. I actually, I actually tried to do. I like <laughs> oh, yeah, when yeah. I first moved here. I like posted on <laughs> on my Instagram and shit, like in Japanese, and was like, "Hey, if I threw a jam on Tuesdays, like, would anybody come?" Kind of thing. And people just like either didn't answer or were just like, "Yeah." But then when I actually tried to do it, like literally two people came to my jam. And I ended That's up just paying for the venue. And I was kind of like, well, I mean, like 12 people told me they were going to come. And then like two people came. Wait, <laughs> I was you like, to well, pay? what the fuck? Well, don't pay for a venue. Well, yeah. It was winter time. So like it's oh, kind of okay, cold man. out and shit. But yeah, yeah now I can do it outside. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. It's Definitely. cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting about the whole paying that, for yeah. venue thing. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it sucks. It's 
Not yeah. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on. There's like zero. There's no free parking in Japan. There's like, you can't just park. There's on the also that. Sidewalk. Yeah. If you're driving like, somewhere, you're fucked. Oh my God. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Japan. No free parking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is <laughs> zero. Like I've, I've, when I go back to the States, I'm just like, so uh, I'm in awe when I like walk down my street. I'm like, look at my fucking cars are just parked on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh man. Dude, yeah. it's been fun. It's, it's the little things. It's the little things. Yeah, it really is the little <laughs> things. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to get back out to Japan. So I can't wait to get back out and MC World Cup again. And yeah, I'm I'm also really stoked because I'm yeah. going to be MCing the European Freestyle Championships in Denmark. So oh, you are. I'm, yeah, Ooh. I get to go to Denmark for it'll, it'll it'll be my first time in Denmark, and I'm gonna get up on stage. And the other awesome part about it is, uh, my boy Harold Boyson is gonna be the DJ. Yeah, and I heard that actually. That's so hype. So I mean, Harold's one of my best friends in the entire world, and it's just so cool that we kind of we, we were in San Francisco and we we skated, we played kendama, we made music, we did all these different things together. And then he moved to. Amsterdam, I moved to Oakland, then Chicago, and we're both kind of doing our own separate things. And then we're just reforming like Voltron, like in Copenhagen, <laughs> Denmark. And I'm going to be on stage and seeing, <laughs> the I'm going to be on stage and seeing, he's going to be DJing. And it's just like, dude, how the fuck did we end back here? It's like, it's just kind of crazy how paths kind of go all over the place and then zip right back. Yeah, so it's yeah. just, I'm, that's one of the things I'm most stoked on is like being back on stage with Harold. So that's so hype. Hell yeah. I fucking, oh, I want to go so bad. I'm going to try and scheme my way over there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but Ooh. I'm so broke right now, it's going to be hard to scheme, but I'm going to do my best. But Rodney, you're also really good at just getting everywhere. Like, just Rodney just pops up all over the place. I- <laughs> you always find a way. So I'm saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, I'm on the scheme. I'm going to try. I got some ideas. Right. We'll see. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. You oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of like Europe and, and traveling too, I'm really excited because uh, we're sending a bunch of our GT boys to Europe. So we're gonna have we're gonna Ooh. have um, Ben Harold and Damon Kirchmeyer along with uh, Tio at the BKO, and then oh, yeah. from the BKO they're oh, just gonna right. go all over Europe until the Copenhagen event. So we have this whole like little tour plan kind of all, like all over the oh. place. So there's going to be traveling and moving around probably by the time oh, this, this, uh, oh. this episode's out that that will be announced. But uh, nice. yeah, I'm just really stoked to have those guys just cruise around Europe doing their thing. So that's so sick. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So Jake, uh, we, there's there's some questions that I actually have. We have a Patreon page uh, for the Kendertainment. Dominers is is one of the uh, types of Kendertainment that that we release and you know i told i hit up the people who are patreons and they get the ability to ask our guests questions and we got okay. two questions that came in specifically for the ken garden let's go i'll start with both of them from uh aldrin esqui oh Esquie? aldrin what's up bro how do you say his name i feel bad his last name aldrin Esquie? that's just it uh, there's, there's no okay, last sweet. name it's just aldrin, aldrin it's just aldrin just just Aldrin. Just Aldrin. AKA his Instagram handle. So yeah. here we go. <laughs> On a global scale, 
what do you think the future scene of Kendama will be like in three to five years? Global scale, where is it going to be in three to five years? Um, okay, so judging by just like the, the arc of Kendama, like arc, I mean, Kendama doesn't, I, I feel like it, it never or it, it hasn't blown up like all at once. It's more of like these little tiny explosions like yeah. Hawaii and San Diego and right now like Latvia and the chrome sweets kendama usa gang wars in latvia which is a whole different story (laughs) um and then like yeah romania so what what what's happening here is these these pockets are just blowing up with popularity and which is great because it gets a lot of people into it but once the like once the ashes settle you have like your diehards so what's going to be cool is like i don't there's no reason why those little explosions should are going to stop i don't think because once it hits it hits. yeah 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 and so in three to five years i think that there's going to be like more of those pop up and so what that's doing is it's giving the kendama economy i guess or just like the industry a big boom so everyone gets a shit ton of sales and like that helps keep everything going and then it it kind of settles down and then you have your core and then those core people are who are like traveling out to contests and those core people are who are throwing the contest so it's like it's building the community as like as a global whole, but I mean, I see it. The vibe and everything is going to stay as it is now because yeah, everyone's connected. There's just going to be more people that are going to be a part of it. Because right now, I think Kadama right. has has a has a pretty rad vibe and it's pretty global. And there's a lot of people learning about other people's cultures and and uh, everyone's kind of chill, except for Latvia. Um, and <laughs> and so <laughs> and so. In like three to five years, I think there'll be like, hopefully, there'll be three to five more spots that explode with Kendama and then settle down to like this cool little spot that like ever the, the diehards are there and uh, Kendama will keep pushing forward in that fashion. Um, trick wise, I've been saying for like a while, like I think there's going to be a ton more ambidextrous play. I think that's going to be a new wave of Kendama play, which has already kind of been happening. Um, yeah, Absolutely. As far as like uh, deconstruction goes, <laughs> as far as well, oh yeah, deconstruction play that's yeah, gonna be a, a, a new thing. But also, I level. 20. I'm I'm also just really interested to see where it sounds weird, but kendama technology goes. So like oh like like what is how is the kendama gonna change? Um, what's gonna become more acceptable? What's gonna become less acceptable? Right now we have the KWC oh, box, yeah, yeah. so it's like will the box still be a thing in three to five years? Uh, Will there be new contest formats? Will contests be the, will it go the way of yo-yo? And it's like people just eat, sleep and breathe around a contest. Um, right now, yeah. Kendama still has this really cool balance between like the street style where there's people like, I don't compete. Like I just play and shred and do videos and right, whatnot. Right. And then there's the entry guys are like, I go to contest and I win and that's what we do. Um, right. So I hope that it keeps that diversity and style, mm-hmm. uh, but just with more people. So that's yeah. kind of where I, I think it'll be in three to five years the same but the same but larger that's a pretty solid answer it sounds like you've been thinking about it jake i'm always thinking baby (laughs) (laughs) that is but it's interesting uh a little weird that you say latvia is weird about it can i can you go deep into that okay so from what i've heard i've been trying i've been trying to go to latvia uh, just because it's it's huge it's a blow it's it's a scene that's blowing up uh, but right now, yeah, I've had right. like such interesting communications and like I've heard crazy things and like uh, as far as like you've got your your distributors, right? So you got your 
shop that right. sells sweets, and then you got your shop yep. that sells Chrome and Konami USA. And apparently, oh, okay, they okay. do not fuck with each other. Like, so huh. <laughs> down to the point of like cyber attacks and bricks through windows, and like if you got a sweets kendama and you roll up on a homie with Chrome kendama, like there's gonna be like. Or like a group of homies with Chrome Kandamas, they're gonna haze the shit Whoa. out of you for not having the right Kandama. Like, Whoa. that's kind of like that's kind of Whoa. that's kind of where where that is. Um, and this is all again. Is this factual or like you've heard and from what multiple? You've... I've heard multiple sources. I've also called yeah. Cooper, and Cooper was like, "No, nah, man, it, it it was chill over here." But then you hear right, like right, right. other things and like. Because he was on the sweets side where everyone only had sweets. <laughs> and like from the shops that I've like, re- like reached, out, reached out to, it's been like, yeah, like maybe let's try and work something out. But you can't fuck with anyone else. You just you're right, just right, going right. to be with us. Yeah, and yeah. by the way, like this is what these guys did to our shit. So don't fuck with them. And like photos of like just destruction. Um, and, so, and other guys – being like, be like, oh yeah, sorry, you can't check out our website right now because uh, it was under cyber attack, and I'm just like, oh, what is going on? <laughs> so it's like, it's definitely That's some, some crazy shit. It's definitely on some like crazy different vibe stuff. Um, I haven't wow. been there myself myself to see it. This is just kind of what I've heard and what I've experienced. Yeah, with yeah, it. yeah. But uh, I don't but know. But it's, it's definitely it's, like the whole mentality of of the like diehard sports fan. I, it sounds like to me, like yeah. you know. Like in Europe, people love football, aka soccer, and or South America, and people will fucking get in huge riots for yeah, I guess eh? same town with different yeah different teams. They fucking hate each other. Yeah, and it's it's just like it's just it's just hazing, and it's it's also how impressionable like these young kids are, and it's also right, right, right. yeah that mixed in with the idea of like wanting to be sponsored and like yo if like if these guys are talking shit to these guys like. I want to be on these guys' team, so I got to talk shit to these guys. And that just, right, right, I don't right. know. So, I mean, as far as going to Lafayette, I think we're going to pass this time just because I just don't even. We've had all these crazy ideas of like, what if Grain Theory team just went to Lafayette, didn't talk to anybody, but we just like threw a sesh and didn't sell shit, but just like went there and like and made this, it. like just crushed it, like and just peace <laughs> out. Like didn't made say an anything. Edit. Yeah. But then I'm also like, yo, like, are people going to be like, yo? And then we got the Sharks yeah, and the you- Jets. We got like the, the like, we got the Chrome dudes and Konami USA guys over here with like they're all walking up snapping like West Side Story yeah. shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they got the guy with the bottles on his face. GT, come out and play. <laughs> yeah, so like, I mean, a bunch uh, of damas. And so what, yeah, yeah. and so back, and, and referencing back to what I was talking about before is like, once this initial like explosion is done of like yeah, this Kendama yeah. insanity, I really hope that, that they kind of settle to a point where it's like, oh yeah, like, why am I talking all, shit to these guys? The like, team. yeah, like, why are we d- doing this? And like, you know, just peace and unity, bro, for Kendama. <laughs> <laughs> why did i go like berries this? and i like crossed flowers. my fingers like i crossed my fingers like yeah. wishing i should have done this like i don't know but uh you're, you're wishing for the peace bro I'm wishing for the peace for, wishing yeah. Yeah. wishing for the peace so yeah that's kind of that's what i know from latvia that's crazy and it's interesting Gnarly. to see how some places explode like that like hawaii uh romania latvia where there's plenty of other places i mean even in japan there was a boom um, of it resurging and coming back because of how popular it was overseas. Yeah. Like it was all over the newspaper and stuff. And um, 
there, there was a lot of media covering it and that's also what helped it grow even more but there's plenty of places who know about kendama who have a scene but that never happened which i guess it was just a slow grow like yeah. in the uk or in germany mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. And one thing that Latvia has been doing and the guys over there is they have been doing tons of like school demos. Like the second a player comes over, like they just flood them in schools, which is awesome. And that's something that I think should happen way more in the U.S. as well, which I know the Sweet Crew has been doing a ton of that stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like there, 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 there is that, 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 that those two different styles of growth. There's like the one that just like slowly kind of creeps up and then there's the one that's just yeah. boom. It's like the one popular kid in school gets it and it's like it goes nuts. Like San Jose was like that. Like I remember, like oh, going to wow. a like going to a shopping mall in San Jose where it was like, yeah, all right, let's go. I just made a flyer like escape. The, there was like a big rainstorm, so I was like, let's go play in a mall. I didn't get to play a single bit of Kendama for three hours. I literally signed autographs for three hours because there were like Whoa. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids <laughs> there just to like go nuts. And it was like me and Dave Mateo. Um, there was one with me and Dave Mateo, one with just me, but. It was just, it's so insane. Same thing with like a Vasilia, California. Like, dude, those were the most insane times in my Kendama career where you're just standing, where you're sitting at a table and you're like, how the hell did I get here? Like, this is insane. Like, <laughs> you're, like how is this even a reality? And I, I feel yeah. like that, that was a very specific era of Kendama in the US. And I would love for that to happen again for some of these like newer players to right, like, right, right. Mm have these guys that are like just coming up right now, be able to sit at a table and have like that many fans come out. Like it's, it's right. such a surreal feeling. So yeah, it's, it's so I, crazy. It, I think it definitely still can happen. America's fucking huge. So yeah, I know the East happen. coast, you know, is, is one place that's where I'm from. So mm-hmm. I remember hanging out like one of the times I forgot when it was maybe like four years ago, I went back to the States to visit and I saw that there was the uh, New York Kendama on Facebook and I was like, hey, I hit them up. I was like, I'm, I play Kenjama. Let's meet up for a jam. And I saw them and like, there's only, there, it, there was so, you know, it wasn't a lot of people. And I'm happy to see, you know, I'm still following them on Facebook and I see how they're growing little by little. So I think there is still potential for people to get more into it. But that being said, it's, it, I think it goes to like the age range of the kids who are getting into it too, right? Like Jake, you were saying how we can influence a lot of young kids because they are looking up to people who are cool and what is cool. I want to be like an adult. And that's why we break into our father's uh, liquor cabinet and fucking smoke cigarettes <laughs> and shit. <laughs> right? Because that's what all the posh adults do at dinner parties. <laughs> Drink and fucking smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so the young kids see that like, okay, cool. And they want to play Kendama. But... For us adults, it's like it's cool to teach kids, but when we want to jam and hang out, we don't want to hang out with kids. It's just like we want to fucking 100%. hang with our buddies, yeah. drink beers, smoke a jazz cigarette or two, and just a jazz enjoy cigarette. ourselves. <laughs> a, a jazz cigarette. Yeah. You wow. know Can you please describe a jazz cigarette to us? Yeah. <laughs> It's a J wow. dog. I think you Come just on. you you just described like how long you've been living in Japan. I think MJ, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a jazz singer. Come on, you, you can bring back old uh, old slang. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'm, da- I'm I'd smoke the hell out of a jazz cigarette right now. I'll tell you that right. Now. But so so like to go back to to Don't New smoke, York kids. Don't smoke. Group. Don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's legal in your state. If 
uh, and you're of age. The the, the New York Kendama scene. Still, kids, don't smoke. Don't smoke. <laughs> the New York Kendama don't scene. Listen, don't listen to MJ. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, the kids, the, the dudes that I saw were, you know, they were older. They weren't kids. So I think that's what yeah. it was. It was hard. It's hard to get other non-kids, adults, young adults to get into Kendama because it's like, that's not cool to do. It's not cool to be a Kendama player. It's not cool to play Kendama when you don't know anything about it, like the scene. Well, it, yeah. it, well, well the, the thing is, like, I, I kind of disagree because I think that the best thing you can hear from somebody, it's like we're, we all want to hear people say like, oh, it's a Kendama. Yeah. I don't know what that is. But the best okay. thing you can hear is someone saying, yo, what the hell is that? I've never seen this thing in my life. Because you okay. have the opportunity at that point to completely instill Whatever you want Kendama to be in their heads. You can yes, say, oh, yes. yeah, this is a classic game from Japan that children play. Or, or you can be like, yo, this game is a total freestyle uh, skill toy that's a lot of fun. It's like from yeah. Japan. It literally translates into sword and ball. Try this out. And just boom, you can like blow their minds. Like, make them say this is cool as shit. Like yeah, you, yeah, have, you yeah. have that opportunity. And, and like as far as – I call it like the trickle down kind of thing. It's like the kids will want to look up and be like, yo, I want to be like that 25 year old dude playing that game. But the 25 year old dude won't look at the eight year old and be like, damn, really want to be eight years old right now. Unless it's Kaito. (laughs) I'm really stoked to go back to elementary school. Um, So it's, it's all like, I've always put an an, an emphasis with Ken garden and with grain theory and every brand that I've, that I personally have, have run. It's all for the adults because the kids will get into it. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, with making Kendama look cool, it's like that, that's up to you, man. It's like, if you, if you find somebody that's like, I've never heard of this thing before. It's like, that's an opportunity for you to be like, okay, it's chill. It's this fun game. And we do it every single day at Tuesday. Like, yeah. Every every Tuesday sesh, it's at a bar. It's twenty one and up sesh, and we teach so many people how to play kendama. So it's like when they go out and tell their friends, it's just like, yo, there is this group of dudes at a bar that had this obscure ass game, and uh, I I got it on the spike, and he poured me half a beer for it. So it's like that. <laughs> so it's like your opportunity to make it cool. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. That's huge. You got you got to get people into the space lab. That's what you got to do. That'll get them hooked. Shout sure. out, shout out, Dirty. <laughs> shout out, Domafest 20 forever ago. Oh, 2013, wasn't it? 2013, 2012. I think I 2013. I think. 2013. Oh, maybe it was 2012. No, it was 2013. Yeah, it was 2013. Well, Take to it. go back to, to the past, yeah, 2013 and shit, the next question, also again, Aldrin <laughs> gave. <laughs> Do you see a cross-country worldwide or slash worldwide Roots tour happening anytime soon? Question mark. So no. I've, been want, I've been wanting to do a Roots tour again. And I, I have a very specific vision for the Roots tour. Um, Ooh. And it's something that I do want to make happen. But it kind of – it's not something this time that I'll be able to handle it all myself because I have a seven-month-old daughter. So, uh, I'm, I'm dad now. So I have these other responsibilities and this number one priority in my life, which is my baby. And it takes up all of my time. Today's Wednesday, by the way. And today is the Wednesday when Amanda takes off work so I can do work, like spend an hour and talk to you nerds. Um, which, (laughs) which, which would, would not happen if, 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 uh, if it wasn't Wednesday and I was being stay at home dad, uh, so, but Roots Tour is something that I definitely want to see happen. And it's something that, again, like I said, like I have a very specific vision for. And it'll be something that I want to do 
with the intent of possibly blending a little bit of the concept I was talking about where you find people that don't have yeah. not played Kendama. Mm, and right. again, the entire tour is like, let's make the best impression upon these people of Kendama. Like before they even see anything online or before they know about like, oh yeah, all the kids at the elementary school play this. It's like before that even gets to their mind. Like, right, right, right. Yo, let, yeah. let's roll through in a van, throw some sick parties and have this fun game and get it going like that. So you got to get like a brewery to sponsor you so you can fucking hand out free beers. <laughs> there you go. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, okay, so, and, and dude, if you could totally bring it back to the whole like worldwide friendship aspect of it was people from different companies joining, coming together, fucking 100%. just loving Kendama and spreading that. 100%. And like the roots. How did questions, I'm sorry to interject question. No, go how did you figure how did you think of the name Roots Tour? Because during that time, it's like, okay, here's another thing. It's like, regardless of how long something's existed, you've always wanted to travel back to the beginning. There's this constant chase for that first spike. So like, even it was 20, 2013, 2012, um, I had only been playing Kendama since 2008. So it's like, even at that age, we were like, yo, let's go back to the roots, the, the original roots, you know? But we were still yeah. such, we were still such children in the Kendama game, but there's you yeah. always chasing back to that initial learning curve, you know, because that's the part that gets you the most hype. Chasing the dragon, yeah, chasing the dragon. You're chasing that first spike, <laughs> man. Just gotta give it to me. So it's like that's <laughs> so so with with Roots Tour, it was like it's like it all started with like let's get in a let's just drive to battle in Seattle, you know, and I yeah. have my little scion, and I'm like, yo, like. Dude, let's get some friends. Let's get some friends and let's drive up there. And it's like, yo, what if nice. we put like what if we put stickers on the side of the car and it looked like a little tour van? And it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, oh, that'd be cool. Like we should actually like stop in Portland and like Tahoe. And then it was like, well, then we should stop here, here, and like we should get these guys to go and like yeah. oh shit, we need to rent a van. So we rented a van and pulled all kinds of strings with like vinyl stickers and like shout out fat lace and for those guys yeah. who just hooking it up with like the vinyl stickers and like kendama usa for just donating tons of products for us to sell and keep that tour going like we had to sell kendamas at each stop or we were gonna run out of gas so it's like right yeah <laughs> so kendama usa donated just like an insane amount of kendamas and we sold those kendamas and kept the money and that went to like funding the tour and right, uh, right, right. And spreading it so but it came back down to like yo let's just get in a van Go play Kendama and meet new people because that's one of the things that was the original part of Kendama that we were chasing. The roots of it was like coming together around this game, and so yeah, hell yeah. And, and I so think that's, that's what a lot of people still relate with that. You know, so many people I've seen online on you know Kendama Facebook community be like, "Yo, I've met." I, there's so many people that I would have never have thought like with so many different types of hobbies and backgrounds and I never thought we would like click or even have a conversation. And it is possible because of sword and ball yeah and like and and with with the ken garden which is what i originally started it with it's like the whole idea was just being this entity that brought everyone together which was the ken garden with like through the events and like i've recently kind of re-energized the ken garden i've been trying to post on the blog and like kind of highlight things that i Put really new enjoy fertilizer yeah yeah and so and the the new vision for Ken Garden is I wanted to because every like like I mean we've seen in in Latvia and stuff it's like people are so like 
brand diehard. I really want to make the Ken Garden that is that middle ground between all brands. It's like it doesn't matter. It's like yeah. it, it's not a Kendama brand. So it's like everyone can get behind it and unify around it. So whenever we do an, a tour or an event, it's like not brand specific, you know? So hell yeah. And it's it's something that like just everyone can kind of come together around and like everyone can join around it. So that's the Ken Garden. That's why I want to like do these events and get these people that have never played Kendama back into it in the tour. Like go try and chase that mission, but also include representatives from like all the different brands and like right, right, right. Kind of. I mean, mm. you're almost doing that already with the uh, Sakura Classic. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's and just like not. It's just not mobile. It's just at the event. Yeah, which. In a sense, the concept is mobile, but the events are local, so which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's kind of where that's going. So trying to keep up on the blog. And back in the day, it was like yeah. go, on, go on FKC, find the hot stuff, repost it, talk about it. Now it's like yeah. go on Instagram. Like I can't repost this Instagram clip. Damn it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of like Instagram and Instagram versus YouTube, we're just going to bring that up. Damon is going to be dropping yeah. his new video today yeah i saw that so D- damon kirchmeyer has an incredible video yeah good grief incredible video that he's gonna be dropping today and again like like one of the posts that made me get back into ken garden was like he put out uh what an honor it is to be mediocre mm-hmm. which was like his like last full youtube section and it was so good it like got me so stoked and like i'm stoked oh, that he's yeah. putting out an- another full section so there's gonna be youtube live video premiere at 5 30 gmt today which will oh, be okay okay which will be a while ago because this isn't coming out today so oh yeah a while ago so go so check out the video it, good go if check you out the video. exactly go check out the video <laughs> so, that's hype so yeah it's just a lot of fun i'm i'm still having fun with kendama like there's a lot of people being like oh man like this is back when kendama was fun now i'm like shut the fuck up like you're still having fun with kendama and if you're not <laughs> just go piss off like yeah, like why are you why do you even have a kendama in your hand if you're not having fun with it? Yeah, exactly. I'm still having fun. I'm still loving kendama, yeah. man. Like, fuck yeah. The best thing is that there's so many different avenues that you can take where it it stays fun. Like, if you're not having fun with it, you stop, and that's totally fine. But there's so many different things. Like, like you were saying, Jake. Some people are just going to comps and and winning those comps and wanting to get you know into first place, second place, get on the podium. Some people just want to jam with their friends, or some people just want to kill time their house when they yeah. don't want to waste time watching fucking netflix or scrolling through people's feeds which who like who cares who cares 100 <laughs> <laughs> man you just it can and it's something that it, it can mold and be what like whatever you want I, I made a video years ago that was just like jake wayne's talks kentama and that was one of the main points of it was like it can be whatever you want it it can be yeah. your meditation or it can be your like sport or your hobby or it's the thing you do with friends on the weekend so it's like just yeah hell yeah don't feel everybody out there don't feel pressured to play kendama any other way besides the way you want to play it or have it be anything else like if someone's telling you you got to learn this trick it doesn't matter man it's like you play at your own pace and stay true and just have fun with it hell yeah preach hunted that that is what's (laughs) up that is super what's up yeah so i have a question for you jake since we got you on the show that i'm sure a lot of people are curious as to how and when GT started? Since mm. I know you were you were on the Kusa team back then, I think when yeah. it started and all that stuff. So, you got any uh, stories about that that people might want to hear? Or? Short firm, long firm, look how detailed. I mean, medium. Yeah, medium. Let's go uh, a, okay. a hard medium. 
Okay, perfect. So, <laughs> so San Francisco, circa 2012. Captain's log. Captain's log. So every, I feel like every project is is born from a problem. That's when yeah. that's when solutions need to be made and new things yeah. are born. Um, yeah. And this was kind of a big time for Kendama, and everything was made in in china especially with like kinko and kendama usa and even like sweets that time like china had not refined their way of making kendamas so it would literally you get a batch and it'd be like 30 percent of them were just trash and you couldn't sell them and it was and like going back and forth and like and which is terrible for a lot of these brands and uh it would it would just happen and it'd be this frustrating thing and it all came down to communication and being like, how do we communicate? This is what we want. And like, this isn't, this is more than a toy. It needs to be able, it needs to be performance. And so we're like, okay, communication. Like, what if we were able to like make condoms in the US and communicate in our native language, like what exactly we want and what it's got to be. So Rice and I were just talking and Rice was like, yo, we should just try and figure it out. Let's try and find a way to make Damas in the US. And so I are like, okay. Let's see if it let's see if it can work. There has to be a way. It's it's America. We can do anything we want. It's America. <laughs> yeah, like we got we got tons of our own manufacturing and people will be like jumping at the bit to like just do it in the US and not China once we tell them our story. And time after time we got shut down and people saying like, nope, it's too complicated. Or no, we don't want to do it. And like we would like find we'd like, okay, how much money would you need to do this? Like, yeah, we know it's complicated, but there's a price for everything. And no matter how much money, we'd be like, okay, maybe we can get this much. They'd be like, no, no, no. So throughout the United States, every wood manufacturer shut down, shut down, shut down, shut Whoa. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's kind and of similar thing happened to seats when they were starting the homegrowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then uh, my brother is a mechanical engineer and also a kendama player. And him and his engineering buddies, like we're just telling them our wo- him our woes with, with trying to figure this out. And he goes, <laughs> I think I think we can make a kendama. And so <laughs> and so they went on Craigslist, found a CNC lathe hooked up to a Windows 98 ThinkPad and <laughs> through CAD and everything, like the first kendama was made, you know, and American, American uh, born. Yeah, and if if you go back and look, like we have a video on YouTube, it's like the beginning, and you'll see the very first thing that ever came off a lathe in this carriage, like eighteen hundreds carriage garage with water leaks and rough brick in Chattanooga, <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah, it's just like a and shack. So, and so like then an it was like, all right, yo, let's let's do this. Like, let's try and make a kendama, and. uh throughout time and refinement, refinement, it worked and it worked. And then it, from there kind of blew up into something we did not foresee it being like the, like, yeah, they were expensive because we had to pay these, pay them to do it. And it's just inherently a better, like crazier process. So CNCs aren't cheap. That's for sure. (laughs) So we, we, we get our first ones made on the Liberty and it's our first batch. So we had them on sale for like 80 bucks and they, the first batch sold out immediately and then the resale market started happening and we're just like, whoa, what have we gotten ourselves into? This was a project, an idea. And yeah. now it's like caught so much fire that like, right, right, do, right, okay, we can either go with it or back off. And so we just 
ran with it. And so was the first batch made in that outhouse? Outhouse? <laughs> no, but that but that would be a good story. No, yeah, the first batch was made in this little carriage garage in Chattanooga, Tennessee well, on a roughly, Liberty how machine. Many, how many were those? I think there were like, 50. Man. Maybe. And they, and, and, and they were all Beechwood with Cherry Thomas because that's what we knew at the time. That was New Zora. Yeah. It's like uh, yeah. Beechwood, Cherry Thomas with, with our it shape. Works. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and we had MASH actually paint the very first – there was the, the Advil color, a.k.a. the Lost Tama because we were still working. And like a lot of them, again, like we our goal was like perfect Tama, like no fuck-ups. And we were having some issues with like porousness of like the cutter and the tool. So a lot of the paint was like soaking in. So – we actually scrapped oh, wow. like a ton of them and it, it, it was just our chase for perfection, our chase for the absolute opposite of what was coming from China. Right. And we got it. And now here we are. So, and that's kind of how it started. Oh, yeah. And Rice and I just consistently just like, and again, like wanting to make a brand that was geared towards adults, like right, adults, right. like not, we yeah, have a certain aesthetic a to it. We have a certain aesthetic to it. And like, they um, they are more expensive, but they're expensive for this reason that if you're an adult, like you can understand and appreciate. Yeah, you don't you don't need to put that warning tag on there. Like, contains small pieces. <laughs> yeah, choking Three hazard. Three years and up. It it just says don't get too drunk and choke on this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do stupid things with this around your neck. So that's how kind of <laughs> so that's how Grain Theory started. Was it was literally an idea and a concept that we just had in San Francisco, and like we decided to go for it. It was also just like the manufacturing woes and like, and also just a challenge. We wanted to see if we could do it and we figured out a way to do it even after being shut down so many times. Right, right, and, right. And that's awesome that it was like your brother fucking keeping yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and so that's when Grain Theory was formed and RWB was formed, which was there were three guys making the Damas that had their own manufacturing company now and then there was Grain Theory. So talking about the origins of GT and stuff, this was after the the paw kendamas that you and your dad also made, wasn't it? Oh, that was that yeah. came before GT, did it not? Yeah. So the the paw kendamas were just yeah. like one off, like artisan hand turned yeah. beautiful kendamas. They're also the very first ever spectraply kendamas and spectraply yeah. tamas, and uh, and that's where the original swoop because my dad is incredible craftsman with wood turning he makes windsor chairs he does incredible bowls and vases he teaches at at wood turning symposiums and all these things um so he's he's really well and it it hasn't it didn't just happen overnight he's been making like so since you were a little kid you had wood all around Um, you oh yeah like isla right now has my rattle that my dad made from a single piece of wood (laughs) generation fucking tears so that is awesome yeah, so so and his thing was he he really likes curves. Okay. And so whenever it came down time for him to make a kendama, he was like the bottom part. He just didn't want it to be rigid and stuff. So he ah. actually so my dad actually invented the swoop. Whoa. Well he created his He knows swoop. nothing about lunar balance. No, it was more of an wow. aesthetic. And then we were playing and we we're like, wow, like this is actually really yeah. really cool. So that's when we adapted the swoop. So shout out Paul. Paul. That's sick. Oh. I always loved the the hand turned Thomas that he made, and he made the little like live edge Thomas stand with like the bark on it and shit. It, that it was so cool. That what was one of my this? favorite. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I only saw about so these, it, I saw these pocket Thomas like on Roosh's one of his. Oh, 
Yeah, this oh. thing, he's holding one right there. Yeah. Oh, so it's like man. a piece of hold wood. On, hold on. Live edge means that it's that. like got bark on it, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just dropped it. Oh, let me nice. get that. Let me get that. Hold back up. I want to get that. Yeah, so like live edge specifically refers to the fact that that is like the edge of the tree, right? Where the bark is. And then he drilled into oh, yeah. it to make a spot where the Thomas sits. It's a beautiful little thing. It's so That's, sick. Yeah, yeah. And the other signature of a Paul Tama, this is how you know it's real, is it was always drilled on the diagonal. Yes, so yes. like the so so that, that that's a vertical grain, mm. horizontal it, grain. Yeah. That hole is always diagonal yeah. there. Yeah. It's another design I said. Hell yeah. I always remember that from the the Spectraply ones, you could see it really well. Yeah. It yeah, looks yeah. so much thicker. There's like a tiger maple bowl from my dad that holds a bunch of random shit in my Oh man, I had a friend whose dad started like just create turning wood bowls and he's like it's fucking intense to cut a huge you need a huge piece yeah. of wood just to cut like out oh, a yeah. bowl. Yeah. I want to make a bowl real bad, but it's sketch. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like and and my dad is still involved pretty heavily in in things that that well throughout RWB like he was involved as well as far as just figuring things out yeah. and helping out and That's awesome. Uh, Right now, like we're doing like another collaboration with uh, a brand in Japan, and we're doing the coffee scoops. So there's the <laughs> little like coffee scoops that oh, my dad yeah, yeah, has yeah. made. So we're doing, yeah. So look out, you'll be able to purchase those in Japan soon. Oh, that's sick. Exclusive. Don't, I, don't, I don't I don't know how much I can talk about. Okay, that's okay, classified. <laughs> <laughs> classified coffee. Himitsu this yo, Himitsu. Oh, make sure Siri's not listening. Launching in July. Shit, Siri. <laughs> so. But yeah, so like, and back to grain theory and something else that I want to talk yeah. about. And I feel like it gets looked over amongst like all conversations and and, and Kendama. And I feel like a lot of times Kendama conversations just go to like tons of sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, yeah. And the, the 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 reality is is that like none of the Kendama brands out there have gotten to where they are without like any form of sacrifice and it's like it, it's not always like pretty when you're running a kendama brand there's shit you got to do that you don't want to do and it, it can get hard sometime and it can it can be it's a real grind and it's a grind that not only it's not like a kendama yeah. grind where it's like you're gonna miss a trick it's like this is a grind that if you mess up and make the wrong move it's gonna affect yeah, your future because yeah. anyone out there for the most part that i know the reason why they have a kendama brand and they're working with kendama is because that's what only thing they want to do for the rest of their life um, and that's where I sit. It's like, all I want to do is like, I just want to be able to create artwork, do designs, throw events and play Kendama for the rest of my life and have that be what is able to support me and my family. So it's like, but it's not always just like, yay, this is all working out right, great. Right. It's like everyone out, everyone out there. So it's like, uh, whether you're loyal to a brand or whatnot, it's like, just take a second to like give props to like all the Kanawa brands that still exist that have been around since the beginning because like everyone's put in like countless hours of grind yeah. work and like serious grind work that sometimes isn't just like, all right, I got to land this Ken flip. No, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's, 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 it's real work. It's, it's grind work. And, and sometimes it's not pretty. So I just think that, uh, I just want people to kind of have a little bit of that respect for a lot of the companies and the businesses out there that are doing the Kanawa work and being like, damn, like, it's a lot of sacrifice and a lot of things that, that have gone through to like make Kendama what it is right now. So absolutely. So big ups to every single Kendama business owner, event organizer, podcast <laughs> out there because <it's> like, <laughs> everyone's everyone's taking the time. Like right now, you guys are taking the time. I'm taking the time, and like 
every brand is taking the time to like work towards this common goal of continuing Kendama to grow and be everything that it can be. Hell yeah. I'm out of coffee. Uh oh. <laughs> what am I gonna do? <laughs> you have to wait for those coffee scoops to come out and make yourself some new some new coffee. <laughs> it's be Better a get to work, night. bud. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You said yourself, sometimes it ain't pretty. It's not pretty, man. Sometimes it just goes crazy and you got to think, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. So, but you always, but you figure it out because if you're passionate about something, right. you'll it's figure it you out. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Hell yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Got to make it. <laughs> is is there is any, there... Um, every once in a while I'll see like a new Kendama company brand, I guess just a company, they're not a pop up. And I think a lot of people will look at it and be a little skeptical or just be like, well, what is this going to contribute to the community or how is this going to be better than what is already out there? What's your take on that, Jake? I mean, I can't, I mean, you can't really control what anyone does, right? but what you can do is you can control what had the way you perceive things and the way you see them. So it's like, if you're buying a Kendama, look at where it's coming from and kind of, you can make a decision whether it's like, oh, this is a dad whose son got into it and he's just trying to score yeah. some cash, you know? Yeah, totally. But uh, my thing is, like, if you want to start a Kendama brand, you have to offer something new. If you don't offer something new, the Kendama players aren't dumb. They're going to see through it, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like you have to be able to offer something new. And sometimes right now it's like that that can be difficult, offering something yeah. new. Uh, but I don't know because there are. There are a lot of these, like, pop-up Kendama yeah. brands. And it's like... I mean, something new doesn't have to be something like revolutionary, you know, it could be like this Kendama is just more accessible, you know, or this Kendama is this or whatnot. But uh, if you're going to start a Kendama brand, have a have a concept, have a have have an idea. And when someone asks you, like, why would you start? Why would you start the brand? You better have a fucking answer, (laughs) you know, and and not just like, oh, I love Kendama and I want to do this because the reality is, is like if everyone that loved Kendama started a Kendama brand, Kendama would die. Yeah. Like there, there would because because it would just be spread so thin that Kendama there would be no money in like the in the powers that can promote things and do things like the Kendama would literally collapse in on itself. Um, so if your like reason for starting a Kendama brand is you want to support Kendama, it's like that's completely false. Like if you're starting a brand, you better have something specific that really supports Kendama. But if your only reason is having another Kendama brand, understand that like unless you're taking that money and doing something good with it for Kendama, then you're literally just taking money away from the other brands that are doing stuff for Kendama. So it's like, well, straight you're going to start a brand, do it, but have a very clear mission with it and don't try and hide it from people because again, the Kendama world yeah. is smart. They're not stupid yeah. and they see everything and they're obsessed. When you're obsessed, you see everything. <laughs> so smoke and mirrors don't really work in the Kendama world. And I think the players, ultimately are the judge of who survives and who dies. Hell yeah. So what, what would you say to the people who want to contribute to the community in some way? And they think by creating a, uh, a company maybe in their area where there's maybe not a lot of access to Kendama, they think I should just start up a Kendama company to sell to my friends. But you're saying if, if there's not access to Kendamas, like certain parts of the world, yeah, right. 
Um, I, I know for some reason it's hard to get condamas in like certain parts of Mexico. We always get questions about like, yo, do you ship to oh. Mexico? Like it's hard to get you know, condamas here. It's like if there's someone there that's like, yo, it's hard, hard to get condamas here. I want all my friends to have condamas, but I can somehow get them easier from China or wherever. It's like, dude, there's your mission. There's your clear concept of like, I need to get condama in this region. I can't do it through condama. You say Swedes, Chrome, whatever. It's like, I got to do it this way. Boom. You're contributing. Like you're doing that. It's like you're building something. That's, that's what the U S was. Yeah, exactly. Cause it it just got with, it's like Zora couldn't keep up. Yeah. Right. 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 Like the condama you say creates the, like the first ever condamas for them. And uh, the Premier line, and then there was the Tribute, and then there's Kaizen, and they've really started that. Uh, so, yeah, like, again, like, that is part of the, the possible mission or just your concept is, like, this place doesn't have region. But, like, if you live in California and you're like, I'm going to start up a Kadama brand, it's like, eh. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what are you offering new, you know? Right, totally. I think it's better so, to like start up a club. I know in Japan there's a lot of uh, clubs 100%. that are yeah. in different towns and different areas, just to yeah, like like we were saying, you know, create these groups, create those those Tuesday sessions where you can get together Absolutely. and create that uh, the community. Because I think everyone knows that's well, everything, any kind of like hobby is revolved around community and talking with people and making friends like looking at skateboard world looking at uh bmxing looking at music heavy metal and people are into fucking hip-hop and japanese idols and shit and all that it's the fans that fan the flames of that hobby double fan double fan 100 percent. and like that's something else that like uh so last night at my tuesday jam we were we had, there's a TV and we were playing all the levels of the KWC tricks. Oh man! And one of the guys there because because the earlier oh pause pause by the way all like rods your fucking trick I just saw that today that level nine holy shit you like that one holy shit oh. dude <laughs> that was nasty yeah I'm, I got a high oh man yeah oh man sorry <laughs> but the but like but what I was saying is that. Uh, we were down there watching all the little videos and the earlier levels are all done by Kendama crews and like yeah, clubs. Yeah. And like some, and some, and some of the guys were like, Holy shit. Like there's a lot of Kendama clubs in Japan. <laughs> and I'm like, there is, there is people in different areas, like come together and they form a little club. And it's like, they have a logo. They make a t-shirt. They give the t-shirt to Jake Weens exactly. when they see him at KWC. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they give it to Rod exactly. when they see him. Yeah. I still rock my nothing but Kendama shirt all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's the best shirt in the game. It says nothing but Kendama and there's a coffee cup on the back. Yeah. I'm just like, this is just so amazing. <laughs> I, I always think that's funny. Like, I love that spot. I was just there recently, actually. That it's a little, like, restaurant cafe spot in Osaka called Nothing But Kendama. But they also sell coffee and food and beer and stuff. So it's not actually nothing, <laughs> nothing but Kendama. But... But I'm I'm super down with it. And the logo is sick. You're right. With the little coffee cup. And it says, like, nothing. And then butt on the coffee cup. Which is funny because, like, the butt yeah. is on the coffee cup itself. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love it so much. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah those guys man. are dope, though. No, but th- th- but that's what's cool is, like, ev- everyone forms their, their squad and their crew. And all these squads, for the most part, like, get along and are yeah. chill. You know? Yeah. It's like everyone kind of – everyone turns it into, like, a – it's just a way of unifying 
the communities that are separate that are like far away but then when they come around world cup it becomes world cup squad right yeah right it's cool so everybody just get your friends together only thing that matters is consistency like whether it's two people that show up or a hundred people that show up do a jam on a certain day of a certain week and every month and just keep it going it doesn't matter like kg tuesdays when is still going on we did it for four years in san francisco four years every single tuesday and some days it would be three people other days 50 people sometimes 60 people and it's like but the most important thing is consistency. You're there because you're providing a place for people to come play Kendama whenever they yeah, want. Hell yeah. So, so no matter what, you know, at 505 to Visadero in San Francisco, in San Francisco, you're going to be able to meet some people playing Kendama. Like, no, no matter what, there's going to be people. Is that still happening Kendama. now, too? In San Francisco? Uh, there's KG Fridays now, not in San okay. Francisco. There's KG Fridays. In, in Japantown, which is where we end up moving it like the last year and a half. And then there's also San Jose. There's oh. also like Donya does some sessions up up north and like Sacramento, Vacaville area. Um, so there's like three sessions in the Bay Area. There's three squads yeah, in the Bay yeah, Area yeah, right yeah. now. So it's like so that's like really sick. And there's no there's no reason why it shouldn't be that in other right. places. Yeah. Everyone, should, whoever has that, I wonder. I'm, I'm trying to think about how um, in Japan they organize, or if those groups are on SNS. I know Kanjamabu has a Facebook page that's not super active, but still at Sioux Lab, we still every Tuesday get together. Yeah, and Dude. I think Sioux has been holding it down for I so think long. In, oh, in yeah. Japan, other other groups um, will have Instagram accounts or or Facebook accounts that are made for the group. And that's really cool. So if anyone comes to Japan, maybe you could search that and find a jam to be a part of. I wonder if that could happen or it should happen in the States. So people could then see, Oh, I'm traveling down Southern California this weekend. So let me see online. Is there a group down there that I can meet up with? LACMA, LACMA lights in Los Angeles. (laughs) There's like, there's, there's, there's all this. Yeah, there, there really should be. And it's something where if someone's looking for an opportunity to step up and like do something in the Kendama world, it's like building a directory or like an app of sorts that really pinpoints and just shows all these different jam sessions and makes it aside from any company. It, to me, it's like it it it, it, should, it should just be its own right, entity right, right. and like all right, this is a this is a this is a directory, and it's like yeah, if somebody it, if anybody out there knows how to do like coding Make for an like app or some shit, oh man, Apple, mm. Apple, Android, and it's like you can GPS pull up where you are. You can set up radius five mile, ten miles. It's like yo, these are the sessions. Oh, there's a session in Chicago in yeah. Logan Square, second and fourth Tuesday. Uh, you happen to be here on the right, right, right. Tuesday. Someone You're just needs luck, to post you know? that on so it's so, a, somewhere on the web so that bot can go out and read it. I know there's a group me. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, is it group me? No. Mm-mm. I don't know. Meetup. Meetups. Meetup.com. In Japan, a lot of people, a lot of the uh, the Westerners who live in Japan use it so they can just go and they have just like a, a, a pub crawl or they can get together and watch like, I don't know, Game of Thrones or some shit. Do Mario Kart. Oh, just like whatever they're. Yeah. 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 And like anybody yeah, yeah. can just jump on in. And so that would be something that possibly could be used some some website that's already up that can 
just puts information out there so people can jump on and see okay there's a there's a jam happening. true true absolutely meetups meetup yeah yeah that's what it was called but right it's all about spreading the dama love and oh, yeah. just leaving it at, at that like just dama love i'm going to go into dude did you got that uh message from that one dude i forgot his name connor or something that sent us this oh, the, the screenshots, the screenshots of, of the Domopedia. <laughs> so I want to oh. read one. I want to read one. Yeah, dude, I didn't see the message, but I saw that he had sent that. What is this? So yes. in, uh, in one of the past episodes, we were talking about Domopedia. That was a site that was up. It's like Wikipedia, but Dama stuff. And we talked about oh, it yeah. on the yeah. one episode. And then as we were going to record for the next one, we were talking about it. And it was just gone. The website was taken down. And MJ was pissed because he never got to read any of the bios and stuff on there. Oh, I so, so wanted to. The homie, Con- what is his name? Connor. Oh, I don't remember the rest of his name. I just remember it was Connor. He's a dude that hit us up on Instagram. So he went in and he grabbed some screen grabs of the site. So we now have a bunch of that information. So MJ is looking through it right now. He's going to find a part to read. Yeah, because I want to read one. Because, yeah. The- Domopedia. I remember that. Yeah, right? Wasn't it? I I thought it was like John Aiken and those guys that were doing that, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think it yeah, was. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's so crazy. <laughs> it was so, such weird timing that like we were talking about it, and then all of a sudden, the next time, it's just poof, gone. Yeah, seriously. It was like uh, like five days, a week later, it was gone. I had that shit still on my, um, just open on my, on my computer. I was like, I'll come back to this computer sleep oh tomorrow we'll have some time uh yes connor mcgee thank you connor mcgee for Shout finding this shit this straight up okay which one are we gonna read <laughs> let's let's read the bio of our of our last guest now now there's not everything there's a bunch of bios that i remember seeing on the website that aren't in these screenshots but still uh something's better than nothing matt sweets jorgensen let's read about what sweets has is he's the owner of sweets kendama hometown Minneapolis. When did you start playing Kendama? February 2nd of 2010. That's pretty fucking specific. That is super specific. He really remembers that as February 2nd? I definitely don't have a date (laughs) of when I started. I just traced my date back to my first YouTube clip I posted. Oh. Which is like sometime in 2008. Oh, man. It's literally Big Cup, Ken Flip Big Cup, and I slow-moed that shit. Yeah, you did. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. That's pretty good for 2008. Oh, man. Bruh. How did, uh, Sweets, how did you get into Kendama? My cousin had one at his house, and it was super old. We watched a ski video, and kids were playing the Kendama in it. The Kendama. I saw how much fun they were having, and I had to play more. Favorite colors? <laughs> White, wine, and black. Wine was a color already? Oh, I guess so. OG moves, dude. Oh, yeah. Favorite trip? I love anything lighthouse. Anything lighthouse. Favorite kendama to play? Customs suites. ATAC, of course. Number of kendamas <laughs> you own? 100 plus. Non suites? 200 plus sweet stuff. Uh, how do you spend your time when you're not playing kendama? That's a good question. I run a kendama business. Fucker. <laughs> what kind of question <laughs> is this? Snow. I snowboard, I skateboard, a bike, I film, I chill. What are the. <laughs> I, <laughs> I added the I part, but hey. Uh, what are the keys to Kendama success? Patience and practice. If you practice every day, you will get better. You can't until you can. Okay, yeah. Whoa. Poetic. Uh, 
What does kendama mean to you? Kendama means everything to me. To go back to what I said, I run a kendama business, motherfucker. It is <laughs> the reason I get up in the morning. I love the feeling I get from landing a sick trick or teaching someone how to do a new trick. Who inspires you to play? Chaz, Oase, Christian, Willie P. Everyone <laughs> at the shop. New Kendama players I meet daily, my friends, and everyone in the community that spreads the Kendama love. So that's pretty much everyone. That's nice. That's nice of you, Sweets. It'd be fun to, like, take these interviews from back then because, like, Sweets and I are both fathers now. And oh. So See, it's like take, take those interviews back then and then kind of, like – redo them now and kind of like see how they compare yeah. so how do you spend your time outside of playing kendama yeah <laughs> diapers, yeah, diapers. Changing diaper. looking for the best absorbent non-spilled diapers yeah like strike out the part where it says i run a kendama company and it's like i have a child <laughs> <laughs> exactly i have a baby okay so like there she oh, is. speaking of. There she there is. There she is. <laughs> Sound like a mini Godzilla. I'm going to bring her in here in a second so you guys can see her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, man, it's like it does, man. Your your priorities change. They become something different. And it like becoming a father is also one of the things that's motivated me a lot in Kandama. Like just as far as like running the business and doing these like being a part of the industry is like – it's like, yo, like now it's it, it's no longer like, oh, I'm doing this just for myself and for Kandama. It's like, no, you have to succeed because someone else is depending on yeah. you. You know, it's like if I if I fail at the Dama game and don't make any money and become just a Kandama playing hobo, it's like you'd look like your image at the KW. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna Cup. say, yeah, yeah, my beard would be so whack. So, but no, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but but so. It, it it kind of changes your 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 motivation. It's like I want to do this for me, but also I I have even more of a drive to succeed at it because I want to create a great life for yeah. my family. Yeah, hundred percent. So and it's like it all kind of changes, it man. It all oh, changes, yeah. and you also realize how much time a baby. I mean, MJ, you know, oh, yeah, because you because you're also a faja. Yeah, I got I got two little rascals. You got two little ones. two, bro. Imagine. But, well, uh, <laughs> no, once you have this first one, the second one's just like, oh, I got this. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the crazy part is, is like how much time they take up of yeah. your life. And it, it makes me realize how the hell did I not accomplish 100% of my goals before right, having right, a baby? Right. <laughs> like, because you had so much fucking time. Like, I mean, you were just wasting it. It's have, crazy. You have an, if, if you, everyone, if you do not have a baby right now, <laughs> There is zero reasons you should not accomplish 100% yeah. of your goals. Yeah. Straight no up. Ex- no Dead excuses. Ass. It's really fucking <laughs> intense because for me personally, I feel my wife even told me like you are so much more productive on doing the things that you always wanted to do now that there's kids. Because you have an hour yeah, to do it. Right? And you're like, I have to yeah. do this in an hour. So boom. It's like t- like I said, like today is Wednesday. Today is the day that Amanda takes yeah, off yeah. of work. So I can do my thing. So today I'm like, all right, we're going to wake up. We're going to do this interview. I've got my list of complete the damn task, which is a whole other philosophy I live by. And I have like 10 things I get done and I'm going to get yeah. that shit done. And then tomorrow I'm going back to me and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's how you're in a canonical company. <laughs> the secrets. Oh, and for everyone. Yeah. The secrets. Follow the how... damn list. Have a baby. Just complete the damn task. Like I'm over here tying my little holsters right now as I'm here. I'm holding. I was wondering what you were working so like, on there. Friendship bracelets, dude. Just I'm tying them up. Tying, tying That's them up, tight. dude. The sidekicks. Side kicks. Yeah, it's my new jam. Not the old school like the uh, the Motorola jams. 
<laughs> no, these are holsters that stay on your belt. They're like they 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 just stay there. So it's like the best way to spread a condom is have a condom on you at yeah. all times. And this holster, you can remove it, but it's made to stay on your pants. So like you loop it on your your belt loop, it's there. And the way the dama goes in is it just like slides through. So like you take it, your, you want to plug that a little bit. I think I like, probably people have saw it on your IG and stuff. So like you take your dama here and you push it through there, and then the goes on there. It's tight. Boom. Jim Jim. Hell yeah. And then that goes on so, your So where can people find your sidekick? Uh, they're going to be on King Garden store soon. So it's there. And this is the best part. Is like, look how fast. Draw. Out. Boom. Draw. Quick draw. So, yeah. Quick draw. So yeah, like I just been making these by hand and just. That's sick. All different colors and whatnot. I'm really, I'm really stoked on the packaging I got did for him. So it's like, it's actually oh, my jeans. No shit. Oh, I'm sure you can see it. That is rad. And then the backside is the in is the inside of my oh, jeans. <laughs> but <laughs> so, so yeah, that just it's been a fun thing I've been doing. Jackson, that's hype. No, Jackson. Oh man. So, so yeah. So so again, like I've got a whole new like series of kindergarten things. I'm I'm remaking the KG jerseys and whatnot that nice. like all the legends have worn throughout the years and like soon it's just yeah just been having fun with it making products and that's what it's really all, that's what it's all about getting them out to, to support the fam so i can continue to do kendama full-time hell yeah and be a full-time dad yeah <laughs> it's definitely a part of it i can't imagine man i'm sitting you guys are sitting talking about the the baby life and stuff i'm sitting here going well i Played Kendama a bunch today. I uh, played some <laughs> video games today. I uh, went for a bike ride. Uh, yeah, Which is yeah. totally fine, <laughs> but it's just gonna. It's it. You're gonna like wish you did more with that time. Oh, it's, there that, she is. Yeah. Oh, and we got another special guest on the oh, show. The, the next special guest. The next. Oh, our first. Isla. Okay. So before I go, I just really wanted you guys to. Say hi to Isla. Yeah. Isla, you want to say something? Da, 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 da. No. She's, like, She's been really talkative. She's just now starting to do like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, kind nice, of like making noises. <laughs> Drooling more. Come on. She's not making noises. No. But yeah, this is my main motivation yeah. in life right now is this is this little girl named Isla <laughs> K. And she's a Cali kid. Oh, oh yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So oh man! If you guys can have a visual them. right now, this is just, this is just audio. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. Oh my god! Her vocabulary is amazing. She can just fuck, she just scattered everyone. Still nothing. She's she's, she's shy. shy. She's shy. She she's radio shy. You radio shy. You radio shy. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so awesome yeah she's always fitting anyways more importantly i just wanted you guys yeah. to see her Hell yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah that's the new motivation and like it's really pushing me to do what i do better in a right. sense mm. right do what i do better so i can continue doing it for as long as i possibly right. can that's definitely yeah. it hell yeah but yeah yeah that's sick all right everyone well it seems like it seems like that's all the time we got for the Dama Nerds episode nine. Uh, thanks so much, Jake, for hanging out with us, being a part of episode nine and making it awesome. Hell yeah. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we can have you back on the show. You know, we'll come back. There's probably still so much more that we can Always. discuss. Always. And uh, more, more knowledge that you can drop 
for all these people who are getting into Dama or want to just know a little bit more about it. Hell yeah. Of course. Everyone, we, we have a, a Patreon page where you can go and donate every month a little bit to, to give back to put 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 some shit put some more uh, gas into this this car that we have yeah if so if you want to support Kandama, support the nerds support dama nerds like you want to know what to do with a two or three dollars give it to these guys so they can keep doing these podcasts yeah. straight up support you so many ways to support Kandama, support the nerds we are all nerds. the nerds <laughs> Dominards unite Dominards And on that note Thank you so much Hell yeah Rod, As always We had a good time Good time nerding out This one went a little long Cause you know we got our special guest But that's perfect Nothing wrong A little extra nerding out Never oh, hurt yeah. anybody You know Oh good Exactly It was so easy to talk about too So thank you guys again for having me And uh, yeah Look forward to seeing you guys yeah, In yeah. Japan for KWC Yeah we'll be waiting here for yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Alright <laughs> On that note, yeah, that's it. Nerds out. Oh, my heart's been shaved to a numb. But all that's left is yours. And most my body is broken and fucked up. But all the rest is yours. seem domesticated but I'm down with you and as long as our bed is way big I can settle down with you the same as yesterday is, and I'm still down with you, tomorrow will come if we let it fade in, now how's that sound to you? Broken and fucked up But all the rest is yours